It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, guys? We welcome you to episode number 291 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. And I apologize for it being a couple of days since we dropped a new episode, as you could tell. Uh, for those of you that are regular listeners, and those of you that listen to 290 and 289, my voice is a little bit better. It's not much better. Uh, it's a little bit better than it was uh, earlier this week. Um, just been coughing up, again, um, maybe a lung, two, three, I don't know, uh, alongside the, the road. Uh and, uh, you know, I was trying to give myself as long as I possibly could uh, while there was nothing earth shattering going on uh, with the Redskins um, to get my voice back and <clears throat> to try and, you know, flush it out and uh, to get back to close to 100%. Not there yet. Still a long way to go, but uh, feeling a little bit better. So I appreciate your patience. Uh, this, again, is episode number 291. We're going to have episode number 292 coming up that will drop early Thursday morning. Uh, and the reason for that is it'll be a crossover Thursday edition with Aaron Freeman of Locked on Falcons, uh, who's a good dude and does a great job covering the Falcons as the Redskins prepare to head to Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons for the third and quote-unquote most important preseason game. Uh, we're going to go over both teams' offenses, both teams' defenses, and some special teams as well, both of us kind of asking questions of each other and kind of previewing each phase uh, of the football team. So that'll be covered in episode 292, uh, which I'll publish and drop um, just after midnight on uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning East Coast time, uh, just so that everybody has an awareness because the game is on Thursday night uh, at about 7.30 uh, from down in Atlanta. The episode that we're broadcasting now or that we're uh, recording now is filled with basically a bunch of news and notes that I haven't been able to get to over the last two days, again, because of my throat. So, uh, just bear with me as we update you the best we can on what's going on with the Washington Redskins. And here we go. So Jay Gruden refuses to acknowledge who the starting quarterback will be for now. Um, the question that I have is, is that for any other reason other than wanting to keep guys honest, wanting to keep guys guessing, wanting to keep guys digging hard and working hard and therefore thinking they're in a competition? 
We don't know the answer to that question because Jay, by nature, is a little less, well, he's a lot less revealing with these type of questions and these type of issues than he is when he's candid Jay, when he's asked and uh, and when he's a little bit miffed at an individual. For instance, when Jay was asked about Josh Norman at the owners' meetings back in March, Jay let him have it. Jay was not happy. Jay was not a big fan of the whole Josh Norman Hollywood experience. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I've mentioned that several times on this podcast. If you don't know it by now, don't know what to tell you. So Jay let him have it. But Jay is not one of these guys that is always going to throw his players under the bus. And Jay's got to pull back a lot of times, a lot more than he wants to. Uh, Jay has to play his cards tight to the vest a lot more than he wants to. That's not his nature. His nature is to be blunt and free and to be open and honest and revealing. But in this particular case... In this particular case, I don't think it serves any advantage for the Redskins to name their starting quarterback as of right now. I assume we'll find out Thursday night, assuming that Case Keenum, which is the plan as of right now, plays a quarter and a half, all of the first half, into the third quarter, however they decide to do it. I assume we'll have a pretty good feel that, yeah, indeed, Case Keenum is the starting quarterback. Jay said on Tuesday, quote, There's no rush to name a starter right now. I think it's important to let these guys go out and play and continue to compete. We'll continue to let them play and see what happens Thursday. Okay, that backs up basically what we're talking about. Is you can have a decision in the back of your mind. You can have a plan amongst coaches, amongst the head coach, amongst executive level management. But you don't have to reveal it to the media. Again, things will probably reveal themselves on Thursday. And then maybe Thursday night after the game, maybe Jay will confirm it. That's what I expect. Now, Ian Rappaport of NFL Media and NFL Network, basically he expects the same type of thing with, again, Case Keenum winning the job. He's tweeted, on NFL Total Access, we put this video up the other day, He said the expectation is that the Redskins star veteran quarterback Case Keenum to open the season as Colt McCoy heals and rookie Dwayne Haskins learns. And then he did a video piece. He further tagged that by saying the Redskins like what they've seen from Dwayne Haskins, the arm talent, how he hasn't made the same mistake twice. But it's not easy for a rookie to step in and know how to be an NFL player. So it'll be Case Keenum to start at his Haskins weights. Listen, this is the way we've thought this quarterback competition was going to go the entire time. Was going to go the entire time. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, if you follow me uh, on Twitter, if you follow me on the radio, 1067thefanradio.com, if you follow the Locked on Redskins podcast, Uh, on Twitter, at Locked Redskins, all of that. I have not backed down. I have not changed. I have not moved for one second away from, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks on end, that Case Keenum would be the starter and should be the starter. Now, that doesn't mean he won the starting job. As a matter of fact, if you talk to most of the reporters that were down in Richmond, day in, day out, 
around the team, and this is based on their own observations and maybe a little bit of what people are telling them off on the side. You know, most of them are reporting that, yeah, Case Keenum is going to be the starter, but it's kind of by default. You know, and, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I mean, that all has to kind of be hashed out. It's probably not a good thing. It's probably not a good thing. But remember that maybe part of the reason why Case Keenum didn't really, really win the job is because, A, he wasn't sure where his spot was. B, he just got here a couple of months ago. Or maybe it's a combination of that and the fact that, you know, he, he's not top chef talent. He's basically, to use a, an analogy, um, you know, if he's not top shelf talent, then he's bottom of the pantry. Like, he's in the pantry. He's capable of being in the pantry. He could be eaten. He's fine. But he's not, he's not top shelf talent. Top shelf generally refers to um, alcohol, hard liquor. You get what I'm saying. There's a, a difference. Like, he can be consumed. He can be used. He can do the job. Is he the long-term answer? No, nobody should think that. The Redskins don't think that. I mean, they can hope for some sort of stability at that position, five, six, seven, eight games, whatever it might be. They know their future is in Dwayne Haskins. But what they don't want to do is go to Dwayne Haskins in week one, week two, because they're desperate or because they feel no hope and rush him and screw with his learning process. One of the other big things that I think is important to kind of point out is that Dwayne Haskins has, you know, I I think I've mentioned this a couple of times, Dwayne Haskins has never prepared for an NFL game plan. He got a little taste of it this week, getting ready for the Falcons. There's a difference when a team's roster is paired to 53. And when you are not practicing your playbook, when you are not practicing design situations, you know, uh, two-minute offense, four-minute offense, third down, all that stuff. When you are trying to attack an opposing team and their weaknesses, and you're trying to hone in on that, again, he did some of that, of course, at Ohio State. I'm not suggesting that he's never done that. Of course he has. There is a different level in the NFL. There is a different level. And what there is a different level for is week one, it's easier to prepare for that opponent than it is for week two or week three. And here's what I mean by that. Week one, the Redskins have known they're playing the Eagles for four months now. And that's a divisional opponent. So they know the Eagles pretty much like the back of their hand. Some small changes, whatever. But they've known they're playing the Eagles for four months. They've had plenty of time to work extra ahead. They're not just starting the game plan uh, when they get to Labor Day. But the Dallas Cowboys, week two, while the Redskins know them very well, they'll be able to probably chip away at the Cowboys and the game plan and some of the scouting and all that, again, because of the familiarity. But they'll have to process, of course, what the Cowboys look like and do on tape in week one. So it'll be a little bit different. Week three, the Redskins don't know the Bears as well. And they'll have an extra day to prepare. But they'll have also more to digest 
and more to prepare for because they'll have two games of tape on that. I think there is an important element here that not many people are talking about when it comes to Dwayne Haskins is how does he go through an NFL game plan week? How does he go through that? How does he respond in meetings? How does he respond on the practice field? How does he respond to individual instruction? Maybe I'm overrating it. I don't think I am. It's just something to keep in mind. Fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Iyer and the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years of covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Listen to Vinny and Locked On Fantasy Football. Get the edge from Vinny, and he will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked On Fantasy Football on your favorite podcast provider. Get it now. Back in a flash on the Locked On Redskins podcast. This is episode 291. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell, Locked On Redskins. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Not to go to work. Not to go to the store because you forgot something, but ready to go to the bedroom. That's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, fellas. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill, and you can be ready to go whenever the opportunity comes about. If you could benefit from a little extra function, fellas, and more confidence where it matters, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. If you visit BlueChew.com, you get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Get it now, guys. It is episode number 291 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. We welcome you back. I am your host, Chris Russell, as the Redskins get set for the third preseason game Thursday night in Atlanta. Uh, 7.30 Eastern time is your kickoff there. Uh, against the Falcons and former Redskins special teams coordinator Ben Kotwika. Raheem Morris was a part of the Redskins staff for a number of years. Uh, he's still down there in Atlanta uh, as well. Chris Morgan, their offensive line coach, is down there as well. He was uh, both Raheem uh, and Chris were here with Kyle and Mike Shanahan and that crew. Of course, Kotwika just left. Over this offseason, I thought uh, it would be good for us to spend a couple of minutes um, with this. Ben Standing of The Athletic, who is a dear friend of mine and who does a great job and uh, just joined The Athletic uh, and was a great addition uh, for them. He did his roster projection uh, as of August 19th. So we're talking about two days ago, if you're listening Um you know, on Wednesday, three days ago, you know, Thursday, so on and so forth. You do the math. Either way, it's still relevant. And what he did was he did a comparison to what he was saying on August 1st. And he went position by position. Uh, and I thought it would be a, a good time for us to take a couple of uh, quick looks at what he said. Quarterback, he listed three on August 1st. You know the three. He's still listing uh, all three. I don't know if there's a whole lot more to break down than we've already done. The only question for me at this point 
is does Colt McCoy start on the 53 or does he start on IR? That's a question that I don't have the answer to right now. I don't think the Redskins have the answer to uh, right now. If he's going to miss a week or two, um, you know, then th- then that's a possibility, um, you know, that he could just be kept on the 53. If they feel he's going to miss four to six weeks, then, well, obviously. Um, you know, I know Colt wants to come back. He saw Dr. Robert Anderson, a foot specialist. Uh, so to me, I expect him to be on the 53, uh, but I can't absolutely say he will be. Wide receivers standing in the athletic had on August 1st, Paul Richardson, Trey Quinn, Terry McLaurin, Cam Sims, Kelvin Harmon, Robert Davis. On August 19th, he has seven. So one more. Richardson, Quinn, McLaurin, Cam Sims, Harmon, Davis, and adds Jehu Chesson. Now, Jehu Chesson would only probably be brought along because he's really good on special teams, number one, uh, and because the Redskins cannot possibly know what to expect out of Paul Richardson and or Trey Quinn from an injury and from a health standpoint because they're always hurt. Terry McLaurin's been banged up a little bit here of late with um, a tailbone bruise, uh, and as well, Cam Sims spent all of last year on IR. So those are things that you have to factor in. Not to mention Josh Doxson, uh, you know. Now, the the, the 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 real thing is, again, Standing points out, he didn't have Josh Doxson on his original projection. Even at seven, he still doesn't put Josh Doxson on his projection. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the Redskins can afford to go that thin, that ex- inexperienced, uh, you know, but I didn't think they would do it with Mason Foster necessarily as early as they did either. Uh, the Redskins do things very, 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 very differently than I would do. Uh, defensive line, August 1st, he had six. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Matt Ioannidis, Tim Settle, Caleb Brantley, JoJo Wicker. August 19th, he only has five. Allen, Payne, Ioannidis, Settle, and Brantley. I think there's a better chance to me of them taking six now than there was on August 1st. I originally thought they were going to go five, but because of the injuries to Settle and Brantley, I think there's a chance that they may have to go six early on. Uh, I don't know who that sixth would be, whether that's, again, JoJo Wick or whether they go and claim somebody uh, late after the 53-man cutdown. Um, happens in the NFL in about a week and a half. All right, offensive line. On August 1st, he had nine. Trent Williams, Brandon Sheriff, Chase Roulier, Morgan Moses, Jaron Christian, Wes Martin, Donald Penn, Tony Bergstrom, Ross Piercebacher. On August 19th, he still has the same nine. No Trent Williams, Penn, Sheriff, Roulier, Moses, Christian, Wes Martin, Tony Bergstrom, Piercebacher, <coughs> And Eric Flowers. So in this particular model, he's adding Eric Flowers to the mix because he already had Bergstrom. Um, I would say this, Eric Flowers is going to make the, the roster. I, I'd, I'd be, again, surprised if the Redskins, no Trent Williams, and all the instability that they have at left tackle and at left guard, if they're just going to cut a guy that they spent, you know, a one-year, $4 million commitment on, and I think it's like $1.75 million guaranteed. He needs time. He needs time. And it's not fair to him. Like, why give up on a guy that you just brought in? 
again. I, I understand teams do that all the time, but it, it doesn't make any sense with their lack of depth for me. Running back, August 1st, Ben Standing of the Athletic had Adrian Peterson for um, Darius Geis, Chris Thompson, Samaj P. Ryan. He still has the same four. I can't really argue there. I mean, maybe you can argue Byron Marshall over Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, I think Marshall's a better player, but, you know, Jay Gruden seems to love uh, Samaj P. Ryan, as we've talked about a lot here. All right, continuing along, inside linebacker, uh, Ben Standing of the Athletic has, on August 1st, John Bostick, Sean Dion Hamilton, Josh Harvey Clemens, Cole Holcomb, four. He's got the same four. Not much of an argument there, although the Redskins are pretty thin because a bunch of those guys are banged up. Dion Hamilton a little bit, Harvey Clemens a little bit, Cole Holcomb a little bit. Dion Hamilton's got a long injury history. Bostick has a little bit of an injury history. Uh, certainly so. An argument can be made if he's got any clue and if he's got any ability and if he knows what the hell he's doing uh, quickly here that a guy like Gary Johnson, who they just signed over the weekend, who we told you about on the last episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast out of Texas, um, you know, second team Big 12-er last year, six and a half sacks, team high 90 tackles, uh, latched on with Kansas City, and then I guess a surprising, you know, release from the Chiefs who thought, you know, maybe that he would stick there, ran a 4-4-3, uh, 40 at the combine, uh, as Ben notes. So, uh, again... You know, they have an opportunity here to see if he can help not only at inside linebacker, but also on special teams. Outside linebacker, uh, Standing had five on August 1st. Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, Ryan Anderson, Jordan Railford, Casanova, McKenzie. He still has five. Uh, to me, I'm, you know, Jordan Railford's been banged up most of training camp. I, you know, I, I don't think they need to carry him. I think they could easily get him through waved injured. Um, to the uh, or, or to the practice, you know, either waved injured to the IR or waved injured or waved to the practice squad. I'd be surprised. He was late seventh round pick. Again, they could potentially lose him. If you lose him, you lose him. Um, to me, I I'm not taking uh, Jordan Brailford right now uh, on my outside linebackers 53 man safety Landon Collins Monte Nicholson DeShazer Everett Troy Apke were all four uh, up on August 1st August 19th Ben Standing of the Athletic has all four on hard to argue uh, with that particular group there so I won't uh cornerback August 1st he had six Josh Norman Quentin Dunbar Fabian Moreau Jimmy Moreland Greg Stroman Dominique Rogers Camardi he still has six all six of those guys there again Hard to argue with any of them, uh, with Adonis Alexander banged up, Danny Johnson also uh, banged up, and, you know, the Redskins needing uh, kind of, you know, the six guys that we just mentioned there. Uh, and then quickly, special teams, again, all three specialists, Hopkins, Tressway, Nick Sundberg, all three expected, uh, barring some sort of weird, freaky injury late here in the preseason. And finally, tight end, August 1st, he had three, Jordan Reed, Vernon Davis, Jeremy Sprinkle, August 19th, he has the same three. I guess an argument could be made, Matt Flanagan or J.P. Holt. Uh, I, I will tell you this, if we're looking at a fourth tight end slash fullback slash guy that can help on special teams versus a fifth outside linebacker, i.e., uh, again, Jordan Brelford, I'm taking Matt Flanagan. Or J.P. Holtz, probably Flanagan, uh, but that's what I'm doing. So that's where we kind of sit right now. We'll take a timeout uh, here in just a sec on the Locked on Redskins podcast, and we'll come back and we'll finish up the show 
uh, with some injury updates heading into preseason game number three. Guys, the new Locked On NFL is on fire last week. One of the most listened to NFL shows. Expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson, hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast, all things NFL, with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. Back in a flash to wrap it up, LOR episode number 291. Good to have you with us. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, back here to wrap it up, just real quick. Uh, Darius Geis is expected to play a little bit in the preseason game coming up uh, on Thursday night in Atlanta. It would be his first contest since tearing up his ACL. Of course, he was expected to go last week, and then Jay Gruden all of a sudden ruled that, you know, dropped that he wasn't um, cleared for full contact. Uh, when, when asked about it, Jay said, yeah, I'd consider it but I feel pretty confident that he's got a chance to go. Um, um, when asked if Geis would play in the final preseason game or not, or not, and that was, you know, basically after saying, uh, you know, that he'd like to get him a couple of carries, get a little sweat going, feel the contact, get used to be taken to the ground. Uh, but he was kind of noncommittal uh, and saying that they would make that decision on game day. Of course, all of this is within the notion that Ian Rappaport reported that that is indeed the plan for Darius guys to go. We still don't know about Jordan Reed, whether or not he will play uh, on Thursday. I wouldn't expect it, but maybe you'll see him out there uh, for a little bit of a run. As for Trey Quinn, He'll be out Thursday, according to Jay Gruden. Uh, Paul Richardson, unlikely to play on Thursday. Uh, he said probably not, but he he also added, I don't know yet. Whenever our coach is saying probably not in the preseason, you can almost uh, take it to the bank. As far as Tim Settle and Caleb Brantley, uh, this from Tuesday, Caleb Brantley did individual practice drills. Tim Settle did a little bit more. I don't know if that's a little bit more than what he had been doing or a little bit more than individuals. Not sure. He said, we'll have to wait and see on game day. I can't imagine either of those guys play. And Fabian Moreau uh, is going to miss this Thursday's game, uh, Jay Gruden said, against the Atlanta Falcons. All right, that is going to do it for us. Again, don't forget... Uh, this is the Locked on Redskins podcast. Make sure you follow at Locked Redskins for all your Redskins coverage, news, and needs. Uh, as well, we will have episode number 292, a crossover Thursday edition with Aaron Freeman of Locked on Falcons that will publish and, and, and be on your timeline uh, and be able to download uh, for your game day listening pleasure. Do not know if we will have a post-game Thursday late night uh, because I'm on an early schedule for my uh, my, my job at 106.7 The Fan. I have to be up at 2.30 in the morning on Friday, uh, so I will probably not get that until Friday morning sometime. So just hang tight. I'll have plenty of coverage for you. Make it up uh, along the way right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.